now, it's Health and Wellbeing with naturopath Peter Mullen. That is how we start our Tuesdays, Health and Wellbeing. Peter is here. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Mark. Peter, normally we have some issues that we either know a bit about, we fudge a little bit about knowing. We experience. We experience. This one, no clue, can't help you at all. You're on your own, mister. It's a couple of dudes <laughs> discussing some tips on how to manage menopause. Yeah, and because, you know, 50% of the population um, is of the fairer sex, um, obviously it's going to be a, a challenge for, you know, a lot of people. So I thought we'd look at some of the natural ways of um, smoothly making this transition. We will do that this afternoon, plus your calls, 49216216, either about this topic or another health concern or part of Health Naturally this afternoon on 2NURFM. We are back with Peter Mullen, Health and Wellbeing. Peter, today uh, the, the topic for the ladies, uh, menopause. So let's basically break it down to start with um, the process. What is menopause? Sure. Menopause basically is nature's way of signalling the end of childbearing years and um what a lot of guys don't always realize is that and and some ladies too is that menopause is actually it's not a um the media sort of portrays it almost as a disease or a condition but it's a natural transition you know it's not a health problem as such Mm. it's Um, part of life it's part of life for ladies and um statistically um a third of women breeze through change of life and you know wonder what all the fuss is about a third of women have a moderate mild to moderately difficult time and you know natural medicines can really make a big difference with this category of ladies and then a third of women really can have a terrible time and you know sometimes um, HRT and we'll talk about some different forms of HRT um, a bit later on but for some women you know short stints on HRT can be a real lifesaver too so 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 in terms of what the, the, that process actually looks like. What are some of the the typical uh, things that the ladies will go through? Well, with um with the with menopause, like the idea is that um, your pre menopausal hormone levels, your fertile hormone levels are much higher, and they're different types of hormones, particularly estrogen, etc., produced by your ovaries, and your estrogen production ensures that you ovulate every month, and if you don't um, conceive, then obviously that comes away as a menstrual cycle. Um, what happens at menopause is the the ovaries, once ladies run out of the last of their um, eggs, so to speak, um, the ovaries decrease their production of those strong fertile hormones. Now, uh, what should happen in that transition from the fertile hormones to the post-fertile hormone levels um, is your adrenal glands or other tissues and glands should kick in and produce hormone. So one tissue particularly that should kick in and help support that transition are your adrenal glands. Now, as you can imagine, everyone these days is so stressed, running around, we're all running around like, you know, chooks with our heads cut off. Um, Come the time when the adrenals are supposed to kick in and support that transition, if a lady's had a lot of stress or trauma or just, you know, been running off that adrenaline nervous energy for such a long time that the adrenals are a bit exhausted, then that transition from um, premenopause to postmenopause is going to be a lot more rocky. Does that make sense? So those yeah. women are going to have experienced a lot more of the symptoms associated with um, estrogen deficiency or those changes. So some of the symptoms associated with menopause. So again, as I said, keep in mind some women breeze through menopause and how your mum went through it sometimes can give you clues of how you're going to go through it as well. So fingers crossed if mum went through it and 
one was one of those that wondered what all the fuss is about. You're more likely to go through it. <laughs> just hope you didn't take that to the dad's side of the family. Yes, yes. <laughs> or on the same token, I don't want to set anyone up that, you know, if mum had a terrible time, that that necessarily means that they're going to have a terrible time as well. So, um, and then there's all sorts of variations on menopause. Some women, um, for various reasons, might have their uterus or ovaries or uterus and ovaries removed at an early age as well, and they'll go straight into menopause. Um, so when menopause occurs, the primary symptoms you're likely to experience can include hot flushes, and that's something us, us um, men have no idea what that means. Um, vaginal dryness, uh, menstrual irregularities, and basically that's not menopause, that's more perimenopause, the period before women's menstrual cycle finally stops. Periods can be a bit, irre- or menstrual cycle rather, can be a bit irregular and all over the place. Um, depression. And mood swings sometimes accompany change in hormones that's associated with menopause. Uh, insomnia. You know, some of my ladies will say that they had no problem sleeping until they went through menopause and now, you know... Now they can't get a decent eight hours. Yeah, wow. yeah. And either because they're waking up with hot flushes or because they just, their mind can't switch off. Um, and, you know, estrogen, estrogen and progesterone, the balance of hormones produced in a normal menstrual, um, over a normal monthly cycle... Um, really help play a role with moods as well. So to suddenly lose hormonal balance, we can see greater incidence of depression and also weight gain. Um, a lot of women will say that when they go through menopause, the hormones shift, they'll notice carrying more weight around the middle as well. So, um, yeah, so they're the most obvious sort of mani- manifestations of, of what can happen. All righty, we'll come back and uh, try and have a look at how you can manage menopause naturally as we continue with Peter Mullen and health and wellbeing. If you have a question in and around this today or anything else of a health nature or maybe a fashion nature as well, Peter's got a nice aqua-coloured shirt on today, 49216216. We're here with Peter Mullen, health and wellbeing this afternoon. And Peter, uh, menopause today, you're having a look through some of the uh, the symptoms. Uh, you've actually got some ways, though, there's some, some herbal ways that we may be able to combat some of those menopausal-like symptoms. Yeah, well, look, the first one and a really common symptom of, of um, going through the change, as we said, if, if your adrenals don't kick in and produce um, enough of your own hormones to sort of support that change is hot flushes. Now, one of the um, things that's been around for a long time um, when talking about menopause is the phytoestrogens. So a lot of the symptoms of menopause are caused because of the body's not producing enough estrogen anymore. So phytoestrogens are plant-based. They're not estrogens really, but they're, they're um, uh, compounds within these plants that have or can weakly bind to estrogen receptors. So, and they, they bind to the receptors that are not associated with breast cancer. So phytoestrogens are totally safe to take for menopause. Um, an example of things like phytoestrogens would be things like um, uh, flaxseed. You know, buying ground or buying flaxseed and grinding it yourself and adding a tablespoon or two to your um, breakfast cereal in the morning. Um, and that, that's one of those sort of things that it's, it's, it's almost a nothing thing. Like it's not really, you just pop it on and away you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's important to buy the whole seeds though, organic flax seeds or linseeds, the whole seeds, and grind them yourself. You can buy the packet of flax seeds already ground up, but as soon as you grind nuts or seeds, the fats get oxidized. So they go rancid pretty quick. So you want to get the whole seeds, blend it up it's yourself. It's always a trick, isn't there, Peter? There is. Oh. And then 
blend up enough for a week or two weeks and put it in a Tupperware container um, in the refrigerator and then just add a couple of tablespoons to your porridge or your gluten-free muesli or into your smoothie in the morning. Um, one of my um, favorite herbs, and it's an amazing adaptogen herbal solution or um, herbal um, a herb that really helps with a lot of the symptoms of menopause is maca powder. So maca is a, a, a ground-up root from South America and it's been known as an adrenal adaptogen, so it helps to balance hormone levels. So you can add maca powder again into your, with your cereal. You can put it in your smoothie in the morning as well. Um, now, I know quite a few ladies that have had, um, where they've had um, breast cancer, where they've had surgery, chemo and ray, and obviously can't take any form of HRT. One of the problems often with breast cancer treatment like that is that they go straight away into menopause, with the, with the chemo and the radiation. So um, I know some of the oncologists up there are specialists are recommending magnesium. So magnesium can really help with hot flushes as well for certain people. Um, and magnesium helps most people with everything. But what's important is to get a really good form of magnesium. Um, fish oil can be really beneficial. Um, and again, the quality of the fish oil makes a massive difference. And green tea, green tea is associated with um, lower risk of heart attack, heart disease, um, lower the risk of breast cancer, um, but they also have some um, HRT-like benefits as well, so without any of the side effects. So that'd be my three top tips would be the phytoestrogen, including maca, the fish oil, and green tea for starters. And then there's um, herbs like um, wild yam and black cohosh. So naturopaths are really equipped with... Um, our herbs really give us great um, access or great ability to help support um, uh, these transitions like menopause. So seeing a good naturopath and getting a, a mix made up is the other thing I'd recommend as well. Next, we've got Donna from Cessnock joining us. G'day, Donna. Uh, you're on with Peter Mullen at the moment. Uh, hello, how are you? Hi, Donna. How are you? I'm not too bad, thanks. How can I help? Um, I've just got a um, couple of questions in regards to menopause. Yes. Um, unfortunately, I had to have a hysterectomy earlier on in my um, life, which yes. was about five years ago, and um, I they removed everything, but they did leave me with one ovary, so I wouldn't go into instant menopause. Yes. But I have started seeing signs like I'm getting bloating around the stomach and stuff like that at certain times of the month when I've had a hysterectomy. Now, are these normal signs? Yeah, look, with, with because you still have one ovary, <clears throat> you still will have that hormonal fluctuation. So um, yeah. you can well get symptoms of um, bloating around your cycle. Uh, kind of unusual if you've not got a, um, a uterus, though. Do you think, um, is it definitely like a cyclical, like once a month it's happening or twice a month? Or more, is it more around when you would be ovulating, do you think? Or? Yeah, it's around that sort of time. I'm, I'm sensing each time it's happening. Yeah, Like okay. if I was, like it's kind of a little bit weird actually. And then I actually wait, but my whole uterus, I had to have a full hysterectomy. So yes, yes. So, yeah, but it's kind of weird what I'm experiencing, but the doctor can't, he just shrugs his shoulder at me basically yeah because he doesn't know <laughs> no exactly exactly what i would do like there's definitely some things you can do to just try and look after that ovary and okay. um i would get there's a herb you can get some of the um 
if you've got a naturopath up your area or a herbalist, it's a herb called um, Chase Tree or Vitex. Okay. Vitex. And um, yeah. Vitex is fantastic for just really helping to regulate your cycle. And what it does, it works right from the pituitary right down to that ovary. So getting onto some Vitex will help. And if that helps to ease a lot of your symptoms, then you definitely know it's more hormonal. Um, okay. So Vitex would be beneficial. I'd get onto a really good magnesium um, okay. powder as well because that just helps with stress and, again, with that hormonal balance. And just to rule out sort of any dietary involvement because often your digestion can be more sensitive around that time. Yeah. Try Make sure you're cutting out or trying to reduce your bread as much as possible. Um, that's one thing I have really done because I'm a um, diabetic and okay. and that's okay. one thing I don't eat a lot of is bread. Good, and, good. Um, and today I did buy some... Um, listening to an older chap on the radio, which is really good too. I bought some probiotics for my gut. Yep, great idea, great idea. So I was just thinking... And that was also, I was going to ask, would that interfere with anything or would they, is that only going to help that That's, area too? Or? That, is, that is definitely only going to help that area as well. Okay. So if you do, try those, try those three things. So the Vitex, the mag, good magnesium powder and the probiotic. And, yeah, let us know how you go. Thank you very much, Donna. We'll come back and continue with a little bit more health and well-being with Peter Muller next to 2NURFM health and well-being. Peter, today uh, it's about menopause and uh, you want to now turn your attention to some of the lifestyle ways that uh, ladies can do their best to manage that uh, period of transition. Yeah, absolutely. And just before I go there, um, the other um, nutrient that I just want to mention was vitamin D. So vitamin D is showing up, you know, useful and beneficial for so many areas. So it's an easy test to have done next time you have bloods done. Just ask your doctor if you'll test your vitamin D. And make sure your vitamin D levels are in a really healthy range. The general theory is that less than 50 is considered deficiency. And then anything above that's okay. But, you know, us naturopaths tend to think that in some respects, the higher the better, not too high. But, mm-hmm. you know, I like it to be up around that 100 mark for healthy vitamin D status. So, um, yeah, so it can be beneficial going through menopause as well. And then you're looking at bone density and all of that as well. So that's a story for another day. So lifestyle stuff. So as always, um, exercise. Regular exercise normalizes cortisol. So again, cortisol levels can be high if you're you're a flat-out person, always busy, always on the go. Um, it helps to regulate insulin, blood glucose, growth hormone, and also thyroid levels, as well as giving your brain more oxygen. So this helps to reduce the effect of menopause symptoms um, and boost your mood. Um, and you know the trick with exercise is find something that's enjoyable no one wants to go and flog themselves at a gym if they hate it so you know go for a walk even even you know go for a walk with a girlfriend and then and have you know a light breakfast or lunch afterwards you're gonna say coffee weren't you i was gonna say coffee (laughs) but coffee may not coffee's not great if you're getting hot flushes actually for some women stay off the coffee girls getting hot um now yoga and tai chi uh anything that's good for your adrenals um, yoga Tai Chi helps to massage your internal organs, helps with relaxation. Um, walking, minimum 30 to 45 minutes, four to five days a week. Um, and then, you know, when you go in the morning, try and walk without your sunglasses so you get that sun stimulation. Promotes, again, all that production of good endorphins. Um, and also, too, regular weight-bearing and aerobic exercise supports both fat-burning, muscle strength, and bone density, and getting the vitamin D from the sun. 
um, meditation, mindfulness, you know, stress. For a lot of women going through menopause, stress or a history of stress is often what makes the whole thing of that much more, you know, crazy. And um, I know some ladies that they'll get a hot flush if they're rushing. They'll get a hot flush if they're stressed. They'll get a hot flush if they have a glass of coffee. They'll get a hot flush if they have a glass of, you know, anything. So, um, yeah, unfortunately for some women that can be a bit crazy. So, um, yeah, anything you can do to be calmer is going to be good. Um, good quality sleep. Again, we need that eight hours of night to really try and recover our adrenals and hormonal balance, but you've got to often get the hot flushes under control first and get in control of your diet. You know, you don't want to be having gut issues and irritable bowel. Like You want to be eating in such a way that your um, gut's healthy, getting onto a probiotic, like being as healthy as possibly, being as healthy as you possibly can is going to help with your transition through menopause as well. And I guess preparation is the key. Rather than wait till we have symptoms of menopause, um, you can, um, um, yeah, do a bit of preventative work, get as mm-hmm. well as possible beforehand. Peter, we've got about 60 seconds. There is one other section that you might just want to look at. This is the sort of on the bright side. You know, we've sort of covered all of the things that can happen, but there is uh, one bright side, and uh, we'll have a look at that now. Well, Mark, now that you've brought that up, um, menopause can be, you know, for a lot of women, Amanda, one of our naturopaths at work, talks about wise women years and that menopause is about being free, being free from the fear of, you know, if you're having sex, being free of free of the fear of actually falling pregnant. Mm. So a lot of women find do find a freeing up in their, their um, sex life after menopause as well. So it doesn't have to be the end of end of days, which is, you know, often sort of how the media portrays things. So embrace yes, that us. is the embrace positive, us. to embrace... Embrace your sex life after menopause, if that's some. Great chat, Peter. Uh, next week, another big topic on the radio uh, will be... Pyrol, kids' health. There you go. Kids' health next week, something a little bit different. From the end of having kids to the, start. the start. We'll go back in time. Uh, Peter, thanks. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you, Mark. That's Health and Wellbeing with Peter Mullen. Back next Tuesday 